Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Today, Eric Barger continues looking at the 10 reasons why Jesus is returning soon. And Greg Patton will be living in today's world. New listeners and anyone with email, listen to this. Our new email newsletters are going out right now to thousands of inboxes every week with the latest information on current events in Bible prophecy and special video messages from our speakers. Get these email newsletters free of charge and stay informed. Sign up at swrc.com or call 1-800-652-1144. And we continue to have tremendous response from our brand new listeners to Watchmen on the Wall who are wanting to learn more about our prophecy ministry. Individuals and families are requesting our new listener packs. In the pack is a welcome letter with history about the ministry, the latest issue of the Prophetic Observer, and a free gift. Request your free new listener pack by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Time to bring clarity to the chaos. Eric Barger is continuing his look at the 10 reasons Jesus is returning soon. My guest again today is Eric Barger from Take a Stand Ministries. Eric spent two decades as a record producer, rock musician, drug addict, and practicing New Ager. But he's now widely recognized in the area of Christian apologetics and discernment ministry. Eric is here to talk with me again about his DVD, 10 Reasons Why Jesus is Returning Soon. Eric, welcome back to the Watchman on the Wall. Thank you once again. Yesterday, we began by talking about the first three of the 10 reasons why Jesus is returning soon. We talked yesterday about deception, and we talked about apostasy, and we talked about false Christ. Those were your first three of your 10 reasons why Jesus is returning soon. We want to pick up there and talk about your fourth sign now. Your fourth sign is worldwide unrest. Now, Eric, all a person needs to do to learn about that sign is to pick up today's newspaper or turn on CNN, right? That's exactly right. And in fact, if you turn on CNN, you may not even hear all of it. (laughs) (laughs) Fake news, But worldwide unrest, I mean, there was unrest in Jesus' day, obviously, and it was barbaric, the most of it. So we're not saying there wasn't back then and now there is. We're saying there's a speeding up or a gaining of the widespread unrest that's around us. No wonder we have people who are on all kinds of medications just to try to make it through the day, and then different ones so they can sleep at night. So we have worldwide unrest, and it's not going to go away. In fact, it's going to speed up, and as it does, and as we see things in the world speed up, Jesus called this birth pangs. And what a perfect way to explain it. As a woman is going to give birth, as the time gets closer, the, her contractions grow closer together, and then there's a birth, and it, it gets more intense. But we're seeing the birth pangs speed up around us. We talked about false Christ on the last program. I'll just give one little example. There are studies that say more people today claim to be Jesus Christ than ever before. Mm-hmm. Now, 
that may or may not be exactly accurate because we now know about how many people say that or many of the people who say it. We know about them only because we have this vast communication system around the world to be able to know those things. So because we know about it, though, it adds to the pensiveness of our lives. It adds to the unrest of our lives when we see all these things happening around us, and it's almost too much for us. Let me say that I have decided, even though I've been a news junkie for many, many years, I've decided to back off on how much news I allow myself to watch. Yes. Because I'm not going to be deterred in my mission or in some way held back or depressed over what's happening around us, I know it's there, and I'm going to continue to keep up on it, but I don't have to know about it every split second of the time that I'm awake. I want to know that I'm doing what God wants me to do. That's the most important thing, because the lost people that are going to hell every second, there's a church that's in disarray all around us, and we need to stay focused. We have worldwide unrest that's adding to all of this kind of mayhem in the lives of people. My children were all born after September the 11th, 2001. They've never lived in an America that has not been in a state of war. We have basically been in a state of war now for over 20 years. It's part of this worldwide unrest that you speak about, talking about the, the birth pangs. Yep, that's right. And it's just not one religion against another or against the whole world, as it is in the case of those who perpetrated 9-11. But it's in our streets today. And it's this continuing unrest all around us. The boldness of those who are not controlled by God sometimes astounds me, but it, it really shouldn't surprise us. It's what's going to happen at the end. Yeah, I have never seen a country more divided racially. Our people groups just seem to be more and more divided every day. You know what? We could do a whole program just on that. Yes, we could. Sign number five in your DVD is the persecution of the saints. How is the church being persecuted in the world today? Well, in the same way that we have been since the very beginning. I put a martyr's count inside of the DVD, and it is somewhat dated, but I think it speaks to us. Martyr's count for 2013, and I don't have a newer one before me here to give you, but let's just look at this. Reuters Wire Service said there were 2,123 Christians martyred in 2013. But the Vatican says there was over 100,000 martyred in 2013. Now, I don't take either of those sources to be the gospel. (laughs) And I don't think either one is right. But the reason Reuters gets such a low figure is because they don't count those who were martyred for their faith by people from another religion, primarily Islam or radical Islam. You know, a realistic martyr's count, I think we can come to. I met and spoke with, and I was in um, a couple of conferences with Dr. Edwin Lutzer, who used to pastor Moody Church in Chicago, and he's a brainiac, he's a brilliant man. He said there were 400 martyrs a day in 2014. I think that's probably closer, and that's 146,000 martyrs in 2014. Wow. It's stunning when you understand that. But maybe more stunning is George Gallup said that only two out of every ten Christians said they'd be willing to suffer for their faith. And I believe that that's even an incorrect figure, because that question was asked to people when they didn't have a gun being held to their head. They weren't being forced in any way to say this. Two out of ten said they'd be willing to suffer for their faith. I think it's more like one out of a hundred, because we're not being prepared. At this point, you know, I just kind of shake my head and go, don't we understand that if we don't prepare our people for what's ahead, 
when those times hit, first of all, they won't know how to respond, but they won't be the salt and light they need to be at the time when they're needed most. If only two out of ten, if that figure is right, and I don't think it is, are willing to suffer for their faith, we're in trouble. And I'm hoping none of us have to face the decision to either say, yes, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, I believe in Jesus Christ, at the peril of losing our life. I hope none of us have to. But there are people all over the world who are having to face that condition today. And let's not fool ourselves. If we think that we're safe here in America, I've got news for you. Because the plans of the devil is to have exactly what's going on in the other parts of the world come to our shores. And he wants to do that to force us into this place where we can't be or maybe we'll be too afraid to be who we've been called to be. We have to decide today, not when we're facing death for our decision. I'm talking with Eric Barger about his DVD, 10 Reasons Why Jesus is Returning Soon. Sign number five is Betrayal of the Brethren. How is this happening in the world today? Well, you know, there was a time when those who were real believers would stand together, arms locked, and say, this is who we are, like it or not, no matter what it costs us, no matter what it costs us in relationships or in money or in our lives. But we have a betrayal going on around us where you and I would be called radical. Mm -hmm. I think we're just what normal Christianity was 50 years ago, maybe less than that, maybe more like 30 years ago. When I became a Christian 40 years ago, this would have been called normal to agree and stand together, even though we might have theological differences of some matter, but we still would stand together. And today, we are fulfilling what Jesus said in Matthew 24, which is the great end times teaching of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said in Matthew chapter 24, verse 12, And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Now, he's not just talking about in the world. Because iniquity shall abound. In other words, because evil will be controlling the lives of people and be consuming them, the love of many shall wax cold or be cold. So our care for our brother seems to sound like this. I want what I want, and it's all for me, and whatever I can get, I'm going to get, instead of preferring others more than ourselves and caring for them and laying down our life for our friends, and not that we have to necessarily die for everybody. But the point is, there's a betrayal of the brethren going on that ought to disturb us. Sign number six is advancing evil. Once again, all someone has to do is pick up today's newspaper and check out the headlines. Tell me how evil is advancing in the world today. Let me give you an example. I think this will really help bring it to life. We see abortion and homosexuality and all of those kind of issues and the sickest violence and unbridled lust and the rejection of purity all happening around us, and they're all called normal, and it's being advertised to us day and night through the entertainment world. Mm -hmm. How few movies there are that we could say that is a righteous film. How few TV shows that we can stomach watching because of some of the things that are put in. Even, you know, you go 29 minutes in a TV show, and in that 30th minute, they've got to put something up there that is so anti-biblical. And yet we say, what can we do? I guess we can't do anything. No, that's not true. But we're to understand what is happening around us. There's an advertising of evil going on all around us that we should see. And society is really just following the lead of those who we have put in positions of power. We could talk about how many politicians say one thing and do another. Well, the same is true with us as Christians, sadly. I think we just have to be careful about what happens with our testimony, because my testimony needs to be guarded. 
and your testimony and everyone listening, we need to guard our testimony that no one can come back and say, why should I believe you because you did this and you're a hypocrite or you did that and you're a hypocrite. So we have to understand that this is the way society is going. It, really, we could call this lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And though we still have laws in place, We have people who make those laws who aren't willing to follow those laws. Talk about hypocrisy. So this is just all part of what is happening around us. And again, it's a speeding up of these things or a growing consensus of these things. That's why they make this list, in other words, James. They make this list because we see this happening. The volume of it is so great that we really can't miss it if we have our eyes open. Today, what's wrong is right, and what's right is wrong. It's just amazing. That's right. They called evil good and good evil, Isaiah 5, 20 and 21. Mm -hmm. Your seventh sign is the rise of the supernatural, and you're an expert in this area. We are living in a time when there is great interest in the occult. Isn't it true that we are seeing Christianity dropping while witchcraft and Wicca are just exploding? Yeah, we do see that. It is shocking. There's no doubt how shocking this is. And I wrote a whole book about this that was actually published by Southwest Radio Church many years ago called Entertaining Spirits Unaware. But we have a rise of the supernatural that shows this insatiable appetite for supernaturalism, but not for God. We want the supernatural, but not God. Look at what the most popular movies are of the last 20 years, let's say. You'd have to put three or four of the Harry Potter movies in that Mm -hmm. list. So we have this idea that we want the supernatural, but we want it, of course, our way in a nice, safe, homogenized package. Nobody stopped to think about this, and I know this is old hat for somebody, but let me point it out. Harry Potter is portrayed as a good wizard, but folks, biblically, there's no such thing as good witchcraft Mm -hmm. or white witchcraft. It's all black. Even Anton LaVey, who wrote the Satanic Bible, made that statement. We're looking for a hero that's got all this supernaturalism around it. Movie after movie is produced with this. We have great special effects today that you can't tell that the actions being portrayed on the screen didn't actually happen, but they're done with special effects and probably with computers more than anything. You know, the occult and supernatural in our literature, our television, our movies, gaming, you name it, is all around us. The American Religious Identification Survey made a great point of this, and they do this about every eight or ten years, this survey comes out. And between 1991 and 2001, the percentage of Christians in America dropped from 86.2% to 76.5%. So we have Christianity decreasing. And during that same time, we have witchcraft rising. We have 1,675% rise in those who identify with paganism and witchcraft. That should tell us something in itself. In Daniel chapter 12, the prophet spoke about an increase of knowledge at the end of this age. That is your sign number eight. Tell me about that sign. Daniel 12 makes it very clear that there'll be a time of trouble that has never been seen before. That's a prophetic statement. I think that's in verse 1, if I remember correctly. But then in verse 4... He says, many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So we have an increase of travel, and we have an increase of knowledge. Now, this doesn't mean that men have become smarter, because it's pretty obvious that's not the case. But they're going to have at least the ability to know more. 
And I think, honestly, if there's any one verse in the Bible that I could point at and say, there is the Internet, right there it is, Mm -hmm. because we have the ability at our fingertips with our phones, tablets, and computers to be able to find out about anything we want every day, be it trivia or something important, something comes up and I will pick up my phone or go to the computer and I'll search for it and immediately have that answer. So we have knowledge increasing, not wisdom, but knowledge. We see this being fulfilled today. You know, until just over 100 years ago, I can't uh, call the date right now, nothing went faster than a steam engine. Right. But boy, today it's a whole different story. This is a fulfillment of prophecy. Your ninth sign is the volume of events, convergence, and all these signs coming together. And then the tenth sign is the super sign, Israel. We see these things happening just as the Bible says, the convergence and Israel being back in the land. Why are these two signs so important? If Israel had not come back to the land, and Jesus, I believe, speaks of this clearly in his statement about the fig tree in Matthew twenty-four thirty-two, when you see Israel come back to the land, If all the rest of these things were happening around us, if they had not come back to the land, I'd say the time isn't yet, because they have to be there for this, the most important sign of the super sign, as many call it, to take place. And it has happened, happened just before I was born. And so it's an interesting fact, but it is a tremendous sign in the scriptures. Can you imagine if I came on radio in 1920 and I claimed that Israel was going to become a state again and come back to their land, people would have thought I was crazy. But it all happened, just like the Bible says it would happen. Let me give you an 11th sign that I think is very, very important, and that is the sign of apathy. And if that sign is being fulfilled in our lives, we need to do something about it today, and that's called repentance. Because apathy cannot consume the life of a Christian by saying, oh, well, it was going to happen anyway. That's the way a lot of people look at this. We can't afford to do that, nor can we afford to be doom and gloomers in the process of it. If I present something that might seem negative to somebody, it doesn't mean I believe in doom and gloom. It means I care enough to tell them the truth. Well, the DVD, 10 Reasons Why Jesus is Returning Soon by Eric Barger. Eric, thank you. I really appreciate your ministry. I want you to know that. I followed your ministry for years, read your books, watched your DVDs, and you've been a blessing to me. And so I thank you for taking the time to be on the program. James, that's precious. I appreciate that. That thrills my heart. Thank you, brother. Get your own copy of the complete two-day conversation with Eric Barger on CD by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. All this month, we are offering a special thank you gift to our supporters. God's Promise Box, a beautiful painted canvas cloth box depicting the Lion of Judah looking over the holy city of Jerusalem. This box is filled with Bible verses that remind us every day of God's promises. It's our hope that this will be a daily encouragement to you and your family. Get your promise box for a gift of $100 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also go online and get this month's thank you gift, SWRC. That's swrc.com. 
Greg Patton has a brand new book entitled Invisible War on the Saints. It's coming out this fall. And he's a featured speaker at our online Fall Prophecy Conference. And he's the host of the segment Living in Today's World. We appreciate Greg Patton here at Watchmen on the Wall. We appreciate his teaching and the insight he brings. So let's welcome him to today's program. Here is Greg Patton with Living in Today's World. You know, one of those things that's quite interesting, I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree, pretty average student for the most part in every area, but if I tackle something, I really tackle it. And I just felt like God wanted me to get out and share the word right after I was saved. I really had a tough time in Bible Institute. I went to a Catholic university, majored in English and speech, and went to a major Christian university here in America and lasted a little over a year. I'm just not good at studying. I would just rather be hands-on and get me out there and get me started. And when I wanted to go into evangelism and share my past in the area of media, I said, I have a lot of things to say. Being involved in radio and television, and everybody listens to radio or watches television, everybody does for the most part, I think I could say something. And a lot of people cautioned me against it. I remember talking to a number of very prominent evangelists here in America, and they said, yeah, don't do that. Keep your day job and go out and speak now and then, maybe on a Sunday or a Sunday night. Churches will give you the opportunity to come in and share, and you want to do that, but you don't want to just launch out there because you could be in big trouble, and you've got to support your family, and this is the way to do it. And I understood all of that, and yet it just seemed like God was saying, get out there and do it. Get out there and preach the Word as best you can. And so we started that, got out there and got to talking, and things went very well, and we traveled all around the the country in a big old Buick station wagon. I said many times that baby is running on faith and fabric. The tires are practically bald, and I can't believe I hauled this family all over the country, and we stayed in hotels. And as things grew in the ministry, when we became more popular in churches and they were having us back, I could see this thing was really developing into, yeah, a very big ministry. One of the thoughts I had, a lot of guys out there have what fifth-wheel units as far as traveling with your family goes. They've got these nice big trucks, and again, I'm just getting started with no money. I remember stopping Traverse City, Michigan, to speak at a youth camp. Driving back, my wife is always like garage sales, so we stopped at one near Middlebury, Indiana. And lo and behold, there was a pastor, a Mennonite pastor that I'd spoken to and shared a little bit of my message with. And for whatever reason, he was acquainted with the president of a very large fifth wheel unit in Middlebury, Indiana. It's kind of the heart of the RV business here, Elkhart, Middlebury. And so he introduced me to the man, a really nice guy, older gentleman. There I am with my wife, and she's looking the part, and all the kids, they're looking the part. I said, this is great. He said, so uh, I understand maybe that you're going to try to travel, and you need a fifth wheel. That here goes the sales pitch. Sure enough, he said, you know what? Why don't you come up and visit me sometime next week? You pick the day, and I'll just kind of show you around our factory or whatever and give you some ideas. I said, fine. I mean, that's a tremendous invitation. Oh, when you know it, the day that I'm going to go up there, Sharon and I plan, she has had migraine headaches since she was 13 years of age, and one of them just struck big time that day, and I can't believe that. I got to go up there alone. I, I have a feeling he wanted to have both of us in conversation and show us around, so I made my way up there and looked around, and uh, he showed us all over the factory how they're made. I was just fascinated by that kind of stuff anyway, and 
And then we went out and walked around the yard, and man, these fifth wheels are beautiful. They're like a trader on a semi, 40-some feet long, and I looked at one, and queen-size bed washer and dryer. I mean, how long ago was this? My friend, we're talking decades ago. That was an incredible unit. And so I went back in, and he said, well, I trust you've enjoyed your time up. I said, man, this is fantastic, sir. It really is, and what a blessing. One thing led to another, and he said, did you see anything that you liked? And I thought, oh, boy, here we go. I said, as a matter of fact, I did. I said, you have a fifth wheel out there. Oh, one of our big units. And I said, yeah. I said, that thing is really something. If you're traveling with a, a big family, he said, I think that would be it. We started talking, and all of a sudden, things kind of changed. He said, could you see yourself in that? And I said, well, absolutely. I said, there's only one problem, and that is that we don't have any money. And he said, how about if we were to get that to you at our cost? And how about if you can't pay for that right now, my wife and I will loan you the money and you figure out what you're comfortable with and make payments back to us. I could not believe what I was hearing. We had a CPA that owned several firms in St. Louis that had taken us under their wing and had done a great deal for us in our early infant ministry there. And it was so exciting. Uh, I talked to him and he said, you know what? What do you want to do a month, Greg? I said, I can't do anything. You tell me what you think. He said, you know what I'll do? I'll make those payments of $400. Ask this gentleman if he'll accept $400 a month and I will carry the bill on that till it's paid off. Brand new fifth wheel. I don't have to pay for it? Oh, there's only one other problem here. Um, I don't have anything to pull it. I did a meeting one night on my home church, and a kid who was very fond of me brought his atheist dad to hear me. Man, that guy was not happy listening to me. I could see it in his face. But one of the most interesting things in all the world happened. When God is in something, look out. He will get the job done for you. So reluctantly, I talked to this kid and his dad afterwards, and I talked a little bit about this gift that I had received of this fifth wheel trader. All I got to do is pull it. He had a brand new truck. And you know what he did? He said, I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to lend you that truck for as long as you need it to pull that fifth wheel. I said, what? I'm going to let you have that truck. It's my truck. I'll pay the insurance. I'll do all that. We'll install that thing you have to have there in the back of the bed to, to haul this fifth wheel. You can have that truck. I have a truck free. I have a fifth wheel free. Wow. I say God's in this thing without question. My friend, God calls you to something. God's going to do it. Oh, absolutely. Don't worry. You be still. No, he's God. Trust him. Trust the Lord with all your heart. He's going to get the job taken care of. There are thousands of stories living in today's world. This has been one. Today in the Resource Center, we have a Barger Bundle featuring three of Eric Barger's insightful teachings on the occult. In this dynamic bundle, you will receive three of Eric Barger's best presentations on the occult. Up first, the hidden world of the occult. In that DVD, Eric Barger uncovers and exposes the world of occultism while neutralizing the fears that many have about this mysterious topic. The next DVD, The End-Time Occult Invasion. The sometimes subtle, sometimes overt promotion of the occult in our culture is proof positive that we are indeed in the last days. This DVD is packed with scripture and understanding 
to help you confront and expose the works of darkness in our time. And thirdly, Bible prophecy and the occult. This teaching demonstrates how the occult has been normalized before our eyes. Eric Barger examines the scriptures and reveals biblical details foretelling the prophetic nature of today's occult explosion that surely indicates the soon return of the Lord Jesus. In all, over three hours of dynamic teaching on the occult. All three DVDs are available today for a gift of $40 or more when you visit swrc.com or call 1-800-652-1144. Watchmen on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.